we could do a whole show on all of the books that I'm sitting on that I own right now that I have not read. We, I could just read the titles and it would take up 45 minutes. That's how behind I am on just crap that I just bought on a whim and there it sits. Too many comics. That's what I'm saying. Too many comics, episode 130. We thought it was going to be later, but it has already come out, Brooks. The Avengers Infinity War trailer. Thoughts? What, what are we thinking here? Because I, I know mean, you've seen it multiple times. I have seen it multiple times. And it's funny because it was alerted to me because somebody tagged me in a post about it on Facebook. And I was like, oh, got to jump right in. Uh, I mean, look, I... I, I it looks amazing. And my only concern is that uh, with it being a true ensemble, which means no one has a big part, I wonder if um, people are going to get enough time to shine. Like there's someone has to like really be the ball carrier here, right? And I just feel like when you're bringing like the Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange and all these other you know, elements, um, will it get to breathe? I know you're a big fan of character development and we've had multiple movies to do this. Um, that's my, again, I'm shitting on the fact that it, was, it looked amazing. Also, in Poor Vision, did you see that part? Yeah. Uh, Slash Jarvis. What's so gonna, I don't what's know. What's going to happen to him? I don't know. But it looks really good. I will, of course, be there. When's it come out? Uh, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Wowzers. Okay. Oh, did you see all the memes about Thanos that people are already hating on how Thanos looked? I mean, but this is not his first appearance. Well, they were comparing his uh, teaser from the Avengers to this, and he definitely doesn't look exactly the same, but there's just some good memes. I- I'm not I'm not one, the one to nitpick on these movie-type things. I mean, I just watched yeah. Justice League, and Steppenwolf looked fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that this is, will end up being a little bit better. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But Marvel's had all the side things where we see the characters develop, and, and I imagine this will play you're, obviously I think you're going to see just like the first two Avengers movies it's going to be heavier on the cap Iron Man um, the main cast some drop-ins we didn't see Hawkeye in the trailer and you know it's got to carry over to someone else. like so there's going to be someone's going to stand out to sort of carry the torch yeah yeah uh, who that's going to be you know I don't, there's been rumors of will Captain Marvel show up for even like a second or in a, a, an end of the credits type thing clearly someone's got to carry this over into the next phase and, and we We've already seen Guardians doing that. We got Black Panther in this. This will come out just a couple months after his standalone movie, so perhaps he'll have a bigger role. And, and obviously, there's some battling going on in Wakanda, according to the trailer. So you know, he's a potential person to, all, to bring it along. So yeah, it's because of all the vibranium. It's mm-hmm. big, big, big time. Everybody wants him. I, hey, I, that's what I said. But it looks fantastic. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, but of course, one thing I also point out, and I just feel like I'm trending like the uh, old men from the Muppets just shit on shit. Um, not all Avengers are created equal, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, if, of course. If if Thor and Black Widow were to get into it, she's toast. But, true. If Black Widow were know, to get into it with most of them, she would be toast. Exactly. But she's a, she's nice to look at and blonde in this movie. Oh yeah, what's up with that? Nothing uh, from people. She could be in disguise. But uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, I mean, they can do no wrong, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, we'll, we'll touch on this in the other part, where I mean, could the X Men one day be a part of this? Ooh. I'm I'm listen. I got salivation all over the place. All over. I'm like a slobbering dog. But we'll talk about that in about 20 minutes. For sure. So let's go into Marvel's recently announced editor. Um, was at one time using uh, a Japanese pseudonym. This is a really weird story. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's Bleeding Cool has been pushing it like crazy. Um, some people on Twitter have been. I've, I saw some stories of Axel Alonso was liking stories that were critical of CB. It's, I don't know if, the, I, I don't know a, enough about it to know if this should cost him his job or if it should be a whole thing with Marvel. This happened back in 2004, 2005. A new editor was using a pseudonym Akira Yoshida and to write some like Japanese type storylines, cater to that audience a little bit and bring those types of readers together in, in Marvel. 
Marvel. The the weirdest things about it are it's not like he was just using a pseudonym and writing. They had a whole backstory for this Akira person with all kinds of interviews about how he grew up in Japan, learned English by reading comics and all this. That's where it gets like, what were you guys doing? I don't know. I mean, do you think this should cost someone their job? No, it's not like he asked a lady if he could jerk off in front of him like somebody else did recently. <laughs> the bar, the uh, bar has been raised for you. Yeah, you're right. I feel like, yes, I feel like uh, somewhat minor transgressions such as these are are, are, are folly. Nobody cares. Yeah. No, so, so I mean, and, okay, and I don't want to, like, if anybody cares, I don't want to, like, you know, uh, uh, not shine a light on the fact that some version of blackface is what this is i guess right sort of yeah. kind of um is is not acceptable but also who get yeah, i know i take that back i don't give a shit I, it's not a big deal sorry i mean they're they're back in the day there were lady writers that used men's names to you know get their shit out there i guess that's kind of a leap isn't it for, that i'm making i don't know <laughs> uh, i don't know i i do you do you care is this something that, that keeps you up at night no i mean not me i could see it being a problem for marvel if enough people get upset about it um apparently what, what, he, he has said that they've it's an old thing and dealt been dealt with you know a decade ago when it came to light and yada 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 so, okay i don't know i mean it, it doesn't affect me i just do think it it's certainly I mean the whole backstory thing of it is I mean I, I you guys made know. a mistake a decade or so ago creating a fake Japanese person to try and bring readers in just admit to it what? and move on I mean I guess I mean yeah. pseudonyms are not a new thing and yeah. people choose to do it for a variety of reasons so there it's you really go weird. I, I listen I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna win any votes here but I, I just I'm not moved all right, let's talk books instead. Okay, so John Wick number one uh, by Greg Pak, which in my mind also sounds like a Japanese thing. Greg Pak, Pak, right? Pak, right? Sort of, yeah. but it's not. But he's not, uh, and he never claimed to be. So if there's one thing that I <laughs> <laughs> that you know of, that I know of, I haven't really ditched into the annals of uh, Greg Pak's backstory. Uh, if there's one thing I know about John Wick, having seen both of the uh, movies, is that this dude holds a grudge. Vengeance is key in all of his uh, all of his adventures, and this this book is 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 no different from that. Um, you kind of get this thing where 12 years prior to the start of this particular story, uh, he was a youngin, and he is uh, I guess was kind of sort of gunned down except not really everybody else got killed but him i guess of course is that what you yeah. <laughs> and everybody now, in the world and, died except for john wick exactly and he's mad as hell and you're gonna hear about it and so he's now he's on the the war path to uh track down the people that that made that happen so um what do you think man I, for for what it is i thought it was great i mean i don't think there's like an intricate storyline here and, and from what you've told me about the movies they are kind of just off the wall crazy stunts the dude hilarious yeah like it's so for what the book is i mean i imagine if you like the movies you will very much enjoy this book i mean he's jumping from building to building using a pillow as a cushion and taking out 10 dudes at once and it's a fantastic action action type book thus far i mean he had a lot go down in just one issue mm. of him battling um you get a little bit of backstory when he's younger i mean it's it, it, as someone who hasn't seen the movies, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of good things about them, like I said. So, I mean, I'm interested yeah. in seeing them at some point. But this You book, have to. Yeah, I mean, this book makes me, would make me want to see the movie. I mean, I think listen, they did a good job of bringing it over, it seems. I, I mean, listen, this probably speaks volumes of, of my character. But I saw John Wick 2 in the theater with a buddy of mine, and we laughed so hard. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just comedic level violence where you're just like, I mean, in between laughing, you'll go like, ooh, that's that's what this is. And the, the book, I don't think, could possibly make it that visceral because the movies are that much more you know, engaging that way. But my lord, I just watch, watch John Wick 2, which you don't even need John Wick 1 for, and you will laugh your head off. 
And then also, I think it will uh, enrich <laughs> the reading experience that you just had. I do like how the comic book John Wick is still very much Keanu Reeves as well. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like, I, and I mean, that's the character, so of course they would draw him like yeah. that. But it's just funny how well they did it. It's it's you just got like a cartoon Keanu Reeves running around in a book. Well, I'll go a step further and say when they did like twelve years ago when he was a kid, I'm like twelve years ago Keanu Reeves was like forty. <laughs> 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 but whatever, it, it, it is what it is. I don't know if I will necessarily read this when it comes out but perhaps when it's uh it's it, this is a four run i want to say uh, i thought so yeah okay maybe i'll do that when it's over with but I, not something that i'm gonna like you know yeah like the storyline is is not there to read this week by week but you know it, when it's done and in trade form you need something to read yeah. you know you know what you're getting and they and they, they do it pretty well so there you go so i would give this a solid b yeah i could see that okay i have, I have not looked up what they've done on the it's not uh, good. no 6.4 out of 13 critic reviews 7.2 out of five users that sounds okay yeah, I mean, there's just people hating. Like, the, the worst ones from Comic Bastards, and they give it a two. If you don't know John Wick, you'll get a lot more for your money by just picking up the movies, and you'll get a much better feel for the character. If you are a John Wick fan, I really think this will only disappoint you. Go rewatch the movie. This has a long way to go before it does source material justice. Well, it's only issue one. Yeah, like, I, I mean, you're going to fit two movies into, like, one arc of a book, too. Just take it for what it is. Yeah, Comic Bastards. It's an extension. Yeah. I don't it's sort of why I read things like Futurama. Like it, and I don't compare them to episodes. I'm just like, hey, it's extra content for me as a Futurama fan to check out. So Yeah, that's right. This is no ordinary, honey. I say if you like the movies, you will like this. That's right. Okay? Yeah. There you go. Woo! Next all right, week. so all right, what do we have? What have we? Paradiso, number one. The midnight event forever cha- changed the world. Now, centuries later, Jack Kriznan arrives on the outskirts of Paradiso City, hunted by fragments of childhood memories and in possession of a mysterious device, one with the power to change the destiny of this living, breathing metropolis, people who dwell within, and the guardians who strive for and against. And this is out of Image Comic. So, this is by Ram V and Dev <laughs> Promenik. I don't know either of them, but uh, we'll see. Again, this book is benefiting from what we perceive to be a uh, not very competitive new issue market next week. So we'll see. I true. love being pleasantly surprised. I can't remember. I feel like we've been surprised in the past by like, oh, this is really good. But uh, I don't can't remember when. So hopefully this is any one of those. image comic and you've sort of got a chance of being surprised. Yeah, it's true. I mean, but they are creator owned, so it could be all over the place. This is true. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Well, I'm excited about it. The device in question, I don't know what it is. The cover would have you to believe it's kind of a Infinity Gauntlet looking type thing. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I don't know. And I will also throw out a an alternative that we might not necessarily read as the number one on the show, but I will most likely pick up uh, based solely on what I just mentioned about an extension of things you like. So I, I grew up watching Rocco's Modern Life with my brother from time to time, and, and it is coming out number one, Rocco's Modern Life from Boom Studios, um, continuing Boom Studios' partnership with Nickelodeon with all new stories about everyone's favorite wallaby. When Rocco faces unemployment, a terrible living situation, and increasingly slim job prospects, he has forced to find out just how far he's willing to go to get a job. Features a back backup story by Casey Green where Ed Bighead finds himself in the dentist chair of Dr. Hutchins. Well, who doesn't like Rocco's Modern Life? I mean, I mean, I enjoyed it as a as a younger person, and I will tell you that uh, that's one of those shows that definitely had its share of adult humor in there. Oh yeah. So like, um, I mean, he was a phone sex operator. <laughs> I mean, for, for crying out loud, will, will that be revisited here? We'll see. But well, yeah, he's that was for a, a job. Hey, what, what what would you do? 
How far? <laughs> how, how low will you go? My, my my personal low would always be like internet porn, which is easy to get into now if you needed to. Yeah, if you, if you need a quick, good money. quick buck, that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else did you read this week? Uh, so it looks like you did as well, and and I read Super Sons Annual Number One, which you don't need. No, you don't read, don't need the annuals, but you know, pick them up for a continuation of of a little side story and some some other source material. We've got um, Damien and Jonathan finish up some work and then the animals go out and we get super pets forming again to save the day of all these captured animals. There was a lot to like about this. Just the when you go page after page of just like the animals barking and meowing at one another, yeah, just you know, just laughing about it. The one thing I didn't quite understand, and me being knowing sort of these, I don't know if you've seen all these characters, but that they go get Bat Cow, uh, that Titan gets involved. Like I'm like, oh, it's Bat Cow and Titan, and then they, they had bigger. Bat Cow shows up in Batman Incorporated. Um, Titan was was always by Damian's side through the Batman and Robin New Fifty Two run, so it was nice to see them sort of active. I do like the panels of Crypto carrying Titan as the, as they fly off into the distance. He's got him on like a uh, um, a leash thing. And, you know, the, the, aside from that, the storyline was maybe whatever. It's just fun seeing the animals together. Uh, I got nothing on this. Um, I did, I, I've told you before, I don't like, I love the regular artist of this book, which, I mean, and, and animals are a bit of a crapshoot that way. Um, the art to me was not nearly as good as what we normally get. And also I have zero on the super pets in terms of, I never heard of most of them. I've heard of Crypto, of course, who hasn't. But after that, I was like, what is this? The only thing and, I didn't like was when they when he talked about they were going to get them all back together and the chimp or whoever lists them all out. They're all listed out by name, and Titan is called Bathound, which I don't remember that ever happening. He he was always just Titan, so I don't understand why he gets a different name. But anyways, no, I mean that could just be a I don't know. I I, I got nothing. But the point is, it's fine. Uh, it, it didn't really advance the greater narrative here, but that's not what annuals are for. They're they they are just sort of a little extra. And uh, at 42 pages, especially extra. But that's fine. What are you going to do? You're going to complain about it. and uh... I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just putting it out there for people. Okay. Well... Okay? For the fans. Or would-be fans. You don't need it. But I'm, it, I'm sorry. Were... I'm, so I'm correcting myself. It's Titus, not Titan. Wow, I'm just mixing like, up with the Teen Titan. You sound like a real dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, that was good. And then I also got into Old Man Logan 31. This is Ed Brisson taking over the reins from Jeff Lemire from a few issues back. And we finally are through with this. Uh, the Hulk gang saga is over. And now um, uh, Logan is in uh, the Asia, Asia-type place. Not necessarily Madripoor, though it is mentioned in the, in the book. And uh, we are just getting a just a – it's very violent, by the way. Mike Diodato Jr. is doing the art of this. Pretty gritty. Um, as always, Logan has an axe to grind. And by the way, one thing I just I have to mention is having seen the movie Logan and having been reading Old Man Logan since he basically came back during the Secret Wars thing. Stop saying that he's old and that his healing factor doesn't work as well. I feel like that is just mentioned every goddamn time. I get yeah. it. I mean, if I'm a casual reader, uh, it's always like it ain't what it used to be. I know. Do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Please stop mentioning it. Um. So that's just one little gripe because, of course, he gets fucked up. Uh, but And he's going to heal in a few days. But before, it would have been a couple minutes. Do you see? Oh, yeah. How, it's, it. how, that, how it could be annoying? I get it. So that was good. Um, I also read Secret Warriors number nine, which I'm glad this book is still going on. I really do. Um, it's in like really a Marvel. What, what tie-in is it in right now? I don't know. Is it in a tie-in? I don't think it is. 
Not like a, I don't know, I feel like it has a certain title to it, or this arc is called something. I haven't read number nine yet, but I feel like I remember seeing it on the cover. Well, um, I do know Oh, that... it's just Marvel Legacy versus Mr. Sinister. So I guess right. I just saw the Marvel Legacy on the cover and was thinking it was something bigger. Anyways, go ahead. Right. Slow your roll there. Anyways, yes, yeah, so Mr. Sinister is in this uh, book, and it involves uh, essentially a, a couple things going on. So Karnak is, is still ousted from the group for basically offering up his son as an experimental type thing to Mr. Sinister, but that's all coming back around. They're trying to restart Terragenesis uh, for some um, inhuman children that have not yet had that happen to them yet. That's how they get their powers. Mm-hmm. That's the crux of it. Um, and uh, there's some twists and turns here and there, which uh, I, I liked. So that's, I think that's it. Is that it? I feel like I read some um, unlimited books too, but they are not in my memory. So that's all right. That's all right. That's, that's how good they were. I uh, I read Teen Titans 14. I stopped getting this in print, as I've mentioned a, a few episodes ago, but have not canceled the Comixology subscription yet. Uh, this was the finale of the storyline of the return of Kid Flash. So he and Damien essentially kiss and make up. Damien spent a lot of this issue with um, Green. Who am I thinking? Remembering that right? Uh, anyways, they he and Kid Flash kiss and make up, save the day. I'm not spoiling anything there. The Teen Titans are back in business. So at the end of this, though, you're greeted to some. Uh, a piece of storyline that they are perhaps going to be teaming up with the Super Sons. And let me look in on this. Next, the Teen Titans join forces with the Super Sons in Super Sons of Tomorrow. The story begins in Superman number 37. I've stated many a times that I'm not really feeling the Teen Titans book because of all the added characters that I don't really care about as much. Um, so, and I don't want them mixing with the Super Sons because the Super Sons, I feel like, is just hitting to a point where I'm really going to, I've enjoyed it or I'm really going to like it where they're actually got their lair and they're out doing stuff. So, I'm a little nervous about that, to be honest. TPH. Okay. Um, Image Plus, Volume 2, Issue 4, Images, I think, Monthly Magazine that comes out, previews books. So there were a lot of good interviews in this one. Again, there was maybe four or five book previews here, and I wasn't excited by any of them. I think the most I got out of this issue is towards the end, there is an interview with Mark Miller and John Romita Jr., um, a separate interview with just uh, John, some teaser pages of the next, uh, the new Kick-Ass, and then talking about kick-ass and and all that moving over to image comics which was pretty good and uh, and that's something i I will read i mean i I enjoyed those books looking forward to see what they've got up their sleeves in terms of new storylines with the new kick-ass so you know i will dive into that when it comes out but but for the rest of the previews that were in it i'm scared that we're gonna have slim pickings of number ones continue i know but you know maybe something will surprise you i hope so i mean what, what are we to do and then last week I mentioned that I bought the three-issue series of Night Owl Society, and last night I finished number one. And thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of fun. It's And I think we mentioned this when we talked about it, but the art is sort of like a knockoff, four kids walk into a bank. Tyler Boss? Yeah. So it, it's got that feel to it. Um, so it, it makes it easy to read when you're when you're enjoying the art like that and can compare it to something. Um, so yeah, I'll let you know when I finish it. Well, you know I am an original backer of the series. Yeah, it's your name was all over it. I wish it was, though. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I remember that there was one of the... Uh, perks if you gave enough money was that they would draw you into it and what if i'd done that except as we've discussed before i have a generic look you wouldn't know like if you were in the book a six foot four shaved headed slovak looking motherfucker you'd be able to pick that person out as you but me you you know i I, what's his face joe asma put his feeler out on twitter a long time ago about needing background students for morning glory and i sent him a picture he said he needed background characters that were all going to eventually die in some way or another and i'm on the list i had mentioned him about it uh, one time afterwards and he said yeah you know i still have the list you know i'm getting to them all and that was a long time ago 
and also Morning Glories hasn't come out for like a year and a half, and I'm afraid that it never will again. So it's probably never going to happen, and I'm sad about that. Well, shit. <laughs> That's a shame. I've, I've invested a lot into that series, and at this point, I've all since given up on it. Okay. Well, I like it. Yeah. And I like you. News this week. All right. So what's happening here? We've got Netflix casting the superhero siblings of Umbrella Academy. We don't need to go too in-depth in this. i just like to put it in here to keep tabs on this. Yeah, yeah. We both very much enjoy this series. Interested to see how the hell they turn this into something with Netflix. I think it's in a great spot in Netflix. So I'm just following the news of all these people they keep adding to the show who I'd never heard of before. Yeah, all unknowns, which I think is smart. Keeps the budget uh, down. Certainly. But also... But also, there's no preconceived notions about the actors themselves. Uh, I actually did borrow uh, the uh, uh, trade number one from Comixology Unlimited. Uh, and if you want to refresh yourself, it's in there. It's free if you pay, which you do. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm – It's free uh, if I'm you hoping. pay. It's free if you pay, ladies and gentlemen. You hear that? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this too. I do enjoy a good Netflix binge. In fact, I am almost done with season two of uh, Stranger Things, which I'm late to the party yeah, on. But we I, just started I, I, that today. I've been powering through it. So uh, I love I love it. I can't wait. Sweet. I also am looking forward to Cloak and Dagger whenever Freeform drops that Yeah, thing. and I'm caught up on Runaways. I've seen all four episodes now. Very I am good. actually – I saw an article yesterday that said um, why Runaways is too good for Hulu. Meaning, yep, I saw the same thing. Meaning, it should be more widely di- distributed. And that, I agree because I, I don't have Hulu. That was my worry. That it's going to be something very good. And I'm sure it's Hulu's going for you know it's the same way Netflix had House of Cards. You know, it was House of Cards was very good and made people start buying Netflix even more who already weren't. Um, and Hulu's a good. I mean, you get a lot with Hulu when you do buy it. So hopefully, it gets some more pub and you know gets people buying Hulu and watching it because it is pretty fantastic. Well, with Christmas upon us. Maybe someone can get me a subscription for a month. <laughs> Hear that, mom and dad? <laughs> they listen to this shit. <laughs> okay, and so apparently the Disney Fox deal is back on. I keep reading this, and I guess there are there's there's a push pull here, right? So whereas nerds are like foaming at the mouth that we could get the X Men and Fantastic Four interacting with the Avengers and what have you in the MCU, there is a I suppose a bit of a monopoly uh, concern in Hollywood that this could really fuck things up for the other side of the house, which I don't give a shit. I don't make movies. No, I'm, okay. not a, I'm not an I'm not an actor. Nope. So I say absorb them. Yes, absorb please. them. I say. I <laughs> <laughs> just want to see them together. Yeah, and, and this is sort of a day by day story uh, where anything could happen at any time. But I could not be more uh, more in favor of the merger. So let's let's make it happen. Yeah, nerds everywhere rejoice. This would be quite the holiday uh, gift to ever it's uh, movie goers of all kinds. But when would we see the fruits of this? Right. I mean, it's not as if they can sort of. <laughs> start to splice in X-Men footage into this into the uh, Infinity Gauntlet movie immediately. They can't, but I want to uh, it would be so awesome. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It would be great. It would be it would be something because they would probably have to wipe the slate clean much like they did when they got Spider-Man. Yeah, which I still enjoy. Yeah, yeah which I still enjoy. Of course. Okay, so then uh we'll just, we'll, we'll just end this on a listicle and amazingly CBR put out a uh, top uh, MCU Netflix actors and they did 20, not their typical 15, which blew my mind. I had to yeah. read it twice to make sure that I wasn't reading this incorrectly um and they said from you know worst to best but i feel like even when they start with the worst it's not as if they're bad yeah i think i think if you i think if you make the cut you should be happy because we we i guess we quote unquote bottom out with uh foggy nelson and then colleen wing who i feel like everybody loved came in at 19 18 18 who's 19 19 is iron fist himself oh that makes sense yeah, colleen wing was was is pretty good and she's way better than bakudo so there's at least one spot she should she should jump and then we got i go let's just Jump right in. So then we we end it with um, uh, John Barenthal, who plays the Punisher, which I'm not a fan of that actor. 
Not gonna, I'm not, and you know why? You know why? Because I watched The Walking Dead, and I didn't like Shane. That's where that you know maybe he's just that good. Oh, you're just like John Wick over there. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna go fuck him up. <laughs> this is anyone puts a listicle together of Marvel Netflix actors and doesn't have David Tennant as Kilgrave as number one is needs to rewatch at, Jessica Joe. Came at number two. I mean, behind, I haven't fully gone in through the Punisher's standalone series yet, and I liked his cameo in Daredevil a lot, but in terms of what the character is bringing to the story, um, the actor, actress themselves, I mean, David Tennant is Kilgrave. The, the, he made Jessica Jones the, the best of these series in my mind. Like, Punisher was a bit character, and I don't know. I don't want to get too down the rabbit hole here, but it's, I think it's crazy to have him above David Tennant. Well, I mean, like I said, he did come in number two. It sounds but, like he's coming at number 15. Damn comic book resources. This is why their listicles work. They want you uh, chatting it We're up. We're talking. We yeah. are going viral with this shit. Carrie Ann Moss is Jerry Hogarth, number three. No. Kingpin was pretty good. Yeah. Maybe, but number maybe. four. Number five, Claire Temple. So, I mean, you don't even get to any of the main people until number six, Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Which I thought he did a fine job. Yeah, so that's interesting. Well, again, we are doing their job for them by talking <laughs> about it here. By, by Visit resources.com for many I, more listicles. Yeah, that's right. Including that such things as 20 jaw-dropping all grown-up versions of classic cartoon character and Infinity War 15 fan theories that might actually be true. That website again is CBR.com. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for the premium network. Go you know what though? I am this close because I'm so sick of their interstitials and all this. Enough with the ads. You gotta get an I don't ad like, blocker. I, I, I do. But they're even like, you're not enjoying the full experience. Like, oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I'm so I have not missed any. I don't feel like I've missed any piece of content. So you're, Me neither. Yeah. And especially with these listicles, it's not even like news. It's just like some geek is, you know, putting their thoughts together on paper. Getting paid pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. I know how that goes in the biz. <laughs> anyway, all right. So good show once again. We made good on the scheduling, which is good for, for the first, first time. time in weeks. First time in weeks. But that's the holidays for you. Yeah. Any, all right. Well, um, I look forward to uh, Paradiso number one being a real barn burner. Me too. Too many comments.com. <laughs> Learn about it next week.